This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And we're going to... Jump in. Um, as you all know, it's playoff season for the NBA and the NHL. We're kind of getting closer to the end. Um, some like pretty interesting NBA things happening. The Clippers are bouncing back, and the question is, like, are they good? Obviously, they're good, but like, are they going to make it? Or are they just going to keep doing this? Are they going to keep sandbagging? It's very interesting. I feel like it's very kind of up and down <laughs> yeah it's i don't know if this is a good tactic because eventually they're going to play a team that's like yeah no you can't do this and maybe utah wins the series maybe utah's like no we just needed a, a little bit of a break you evened it out now we're gonna we're here we're here we're ready yeah i don't know uh injuries are definitely a kind of a yeah. wild card factor there but we'll see yeah i mean if I had to, like, going into this series, I definitely would have thought that Utah would kind of have it in the bag, but uh, I was wrong about that. So we'll stay tuned on that. Um, that's a pretty fun series going on out of the West. And then out of the East, um, Philadelphia is playing Atlanta. And Philadelphia was up by a lot in the first half against Atlanta last night, uh, recording on Tuesday. And I was like, yo, I should turn this game off. <laughs> Atlanta is just gonna like drop the bag and like they're they're not gonna show up like they are down by over 20 points right now um but they surprised everyone and won in the very last moment yeah I don't I kind of wish both teams could lose this series <laughs> if I'm being honest <laughs> but like I just wanted overtime really but i just i don't know i don't like either of them i mean fortunately eventually they will be playing other teams <laughs> or another team and so i think that um whoever wins the nets and the bucks i think they could beat whoever comes out of the atlanta philadelphia series um, like I think Philadelphia like has some key players, but like, I don't think they're going to make it. Um, in Atlanta, like I don't have much faith in them. I, I do think out of the East, it'll be, I do think it'll be the Bucks, but, um, the Nets are putting in a good fight. Yeah, definitely hoping for the Bucks, but might be too early to say. Yeah. Yeah. And then out of the West, well, you know. Whoever, I guess, shows up. 
<laughs> well, I'll be happy about it. I, it's not the Lakers, so I guess I'm happy, but ugh, tough week. Um, rolling right on into the NHL. Um, the conference finals are taking place right now. So the Islanders are playing the Lightning. The Golden Knights are playing the Canadians. Um, and so the teams that win that will be um, in the final. And I've, I've talked to people. I've heard like mixed things about who's favored. So like as a not hockey buff, um, as I just show up and I'm like, I like one team and one team only. My team's out. I don't know anything about hockey anymore. Um, I, I don't know if like the Islanders were up there. I don't remember reading about them to be favored, but they're winning. They're leading the series one zero and um, Vegas is leading their series against the Canadians one zero as well. And on to the fun things of random sports this week. Like there's just a lot of random sports news. There really is. It was kind of a fun week for that. Uh, Gardner Minshew his mullet is no more. It's gone. Poor one so, out. <laughs> poor one out for that. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I feel like he's he's very much been flying under the radar for quite a while. I don't think feel like we've really heard much about him. So I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> because do you really think with Urban Meyer as head coach at Jacksonville, I don't, I don't, I think Gardner Minshew is about to be like, I need to like, I need to stay not noticed unless I'm performing really well or urban's going to get rid of me. And like, then he, he, so he's kind of cleaning up his Florida man image. Like I think he'll show up to games in the fall and he will no longer wear like caught up jean cutoffs. He'll be like, yeah, I wear a suit because isn't that how everyone dresses? Like not you dude, but like go off. I feel like he, maybe he thinks he needs to be taken more seriously or something. Or maybe Tim Tebow was like, dude, get rid of the mullet. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it's in a way kind of for publicity. Like, oh, yeah. It's just something to get people talking, you know? But that's true. It's true. And then in other really weird news. So we talked about the whole Medina Spirit Kentucky Derby, Derby winner controversy where the horse came under fire, slash, had its Kentucky Derby title stripped for a banned substance. Um, And the trainer of this horse, Bob Baffert, had some ridiculous story about how the horse possibly um, would have tested positive for the substance. Um, At one point he talked about like, I don't know what the term is. I can't remember, but basically people who help out with the horse, like saying, Oh, well, some guy had taken cough syrup and then he peed in the horse's stall. And then the horse ate the hay. And that must've been how it got in his system. It's like, what? <laughs> so along kind of similar lines, uh, cancel culture as an outcome for an Oregon track athlete in another weird story. So distance runner Shelby Houlihan, uh, recently got hit with a four-year doping ban days before the U.S. Olympic trials for track and field were going to begin in Eugene. And the substance that she tested positive for, she said it's found in pork and that she had eaten a pork burrito from a food cart near her home less than 12 hours before her positive test. And that's why she thinks she tested positive for this. So we've gone from People drinking cough syrup, peeing, and then a horse ingesting it to someone eating a pork burrito, which 
supposedly made her test positive for the substance. It's just like, I don't know if this is an accurate story or what, but but things just keep getting weirder. I agree with that. I like saw, I looked at this story briefly and I was like, wait, it sounded very familiar to that Kentucky Derby story. When I saw just again, like a blurb about it, I'm like, oh man, that sounds like the Kentucky Derby situation. I should text Emily, but like you're already on it. And, um, it's, yeah, it's very strange and it's, it's strange to like, especially for Houlihan and like the saying like, oh, I got it like at this food cart. So what if it was the food cart? Like, let's just entertain this notion. Like there are some bigger issues at play here. Yeah. Also shout out to Carson Keysweater for bringing this to our attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's been all over the timeline with this information. Uh, but also I have friends who live right by Beaverton, which is where she got this, this burrito, yeah. um, which is just kind of random. But I'm like, if, if pork contains the substance that's, that's banned, then how is this not happening all the time when people are getting that's tested, true. you know? Yeah. I'm sure other people have eaten pork within 12 hours of getting drug tested. Other, I don't know, other athletes. It's just interesting. It is. But the plot will thicken, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. Yeah. So the ban was upheld. And as a result, she cannot compete in the summer's Olympics or the 2024 Olympics, which is a really big deal. Oof. And that for is. someone in this career. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's pretty much career shot. <laughs> like, that's a bummer, but hopefully they figure out what was going on. Um, And then some soccer news. This is also weird soccer news. So Danish soccer player Christian Eriksen, like, went into cardiac arrest during a soccer game this weekend. And, like, he's doing fine, but it's just, like, very concerning um, for a, you know, you have to be fairly healthy to be out there running for 90 minutes playing soccer. It's, a, it's taxing on the body a little bit. So, like, it's pretty concerning that a fairly young athlete, like, this happened, but he's like, I'm doing great. Um, so, it's just, like, the weird soccer news. The game went on. It was fine. And... This is less weird. France handed Germany their first loss in a Euro Championship opener today. Uh, Germany lost 1-0. And France, the reigning world champs, I'm sure, having a great evening. Or it's the middle of the night. They're going to have a good week. I know this is not news that you like personally, but um, oh. <laughs> we have some family friends in France. And they're big soccer people, so very, very exciting for them. <laughs> I love that for them. Um, you know, I'm just happy if everyone's having a good game and no one gets hurt and no one goes into cardiac arrest. You know, we take the small wins these days. Yeah, seriously. Ugh, scary stuff. It is. But France and Germany are both very solid teams, so it's not like Germany losing to France. I'm not like, oh, my God, how could this happen? It's it like that's a good that's a good loss, yeah. I would say. Like sure. France is a very competitive team. Um and they have like really good players. So eh, it's life um, <laughs> sticking to France, the French open. So we were at a wedding, so we did not talk about the French open a couple weeks ago. So we missed recording, but Naomi Osaka is sitting out where she sat out for the French open after opting out of um, press conferences for mental health concerns. And it's just like, 
I think the conversation, like anytime I've talked to someone about this, it's just been very interesting. And I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. Yeah, I mean, I guess players haven't said like, oh, I'm not doing this because of mental health concerns. Yeah. People have opted not to participate for other reasons or like non-disclosed reasons, I guess. And yeah, it kind of makes you wonder like what how many times has this happened where like people just haven't been open about why they're not doing it? Like Marshawn Lynch. I don't know that that's the case. <laughs> he seems more like the type of person who's just like, I just don't really want to do this, yeah. but you never know. Uh, but people had a lot of feelings about this. They did. And I mean, an argument I heard was like the comp like ESPN basically pays athletes. So like, you should be giving the content to the reporters because that's how you're getting coverage. And it's just like, I hadn't thought about that because I'm just like, Oh, like good for her for just like talking about her mental health because it's hard. Like it's only been in recent years that people can be as open about their mental health. And so like the other pieces of it, I was not thinking about, but I'm just like, I hope that this kind of continues as a conversation about like, how should we engage athletes during situations like this, like I get that from a content perspective, like you have to, like reporters are going to want to talk to athletes after competitions, but like, how do we have like healthy boundaries so that like the athletes don't get to a place where they're like, yeah, I, I cannot talk to people right now. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people are very much of the mindset that, well, you get paid so much money to, to, you know, be a professional athlete. And like, this is one of the, I guess, other duties as a side yeah. kind of that comes along with your job. Like I can't opt out of certain parts of my job that stress me out. So like, you shouldn't be able to, um, seems like there are definitely a lot of people who, who have that mindset. And, but then there are a lot of people who like feel very opposite of that too. So it's just kind of interesting to see people get very fired up about it. It is. And it's, I mean, I'm happy that people are just talking about it, like, to be quite honest, on either side, like, the folks who are like, well, they they get paid a lot of money, they should be doing this. It's like, okay, maybe, like, yes, they do get paid a lot of money, but like, maybe we do make it a little, like, it's still mentally taxing. And like, that doesn't mean it's like, okay, that like, you have a non, like, your job is not being a professional athlete, but like, there should still be some type of accommodation because we are as a society are like hella stressed out and it, it's not healthy. And this is not the podcast to get into like health and wellness, but like there are a lot of studies that are done on how like stress like takes years off your life. So like, yeah, athletes are feeling that too. We're all feeling it. Like maybe instead of just being like, well, we're in different situations, but like, how do we like collectively solve for this? Yeah. I'm curious to see if more, if more athletes start doing this, I mean, she not only opted out of the, the press conference, but like she press conferences, but she opted out of the whole tournament basically as a result of all the backlash that came from that. So I don't know. Yeah. But then it's like, well, then the sports, you know, we're not seeing the best in the sport. So exactly. Like, why are we playing that? You know, I don't know. It's, it's and you are correct. Like that's there has to be a balance because if all the high profile athletes are like, yeah, 
I would like to not do press conferences at this time. Like I want to do them in certain times. And like, I, I don't know if she necessarily gave that as an option, but like if more high visibility, like they're the reason that people are turning on their TVs at four in the morning, like, yeah, I, there needs to be some other like solution because you get enough of those folks that are like, nah, I just, I have the money. Like it's, I enjoy competing. I enjoy being great, but like at what cost, like what, what good is having all of the success if like you're losing your mind. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, and that's what players associations are for us to kind exactly. of, you know, yeah. But I, I don't know what tennis looks like in terms of that and like union kind of things i guess from what i understand about like the tennis association like you know obviously women are paid pretty equal to men in tennis like they're treated equally equitably so like in terms of things like that they're doing well but i don't know about addressing like mental health concerns yeah i don't know and i don't, I don't know what leverage they have i guess as a group mm-hmm. against the sport if there's an issue that they feel like isn't needs to be addressed and isn't so if you know i guess let us know yeah let us know about what you like if you kind of hear about what the tennis association is doing and like how they address these things because we're happy to hear from you and then share that out because i i don't think tennis is one of those sports all of us think a lot about americans i should clarify a lot of americans don't necessarily think about the ins and outs of tennis there are americans who like tennis However, I know it's like a bigger global sport. Yeah. Um, what's your game of the week? So my game of the week is a soccer game. The U.S. women's national team is playing here in Austin against Nigeria Wednesday night. Very excited. I will be there. Oh. Blessedly, we got tickets that were not the most expensive when tickets went on sale. Girl. I was going to say, are like, you going? <laughs> Yes. I am going. Yes. I am now going. I'm very excited. Um, if, you know, you see me being a little wild towards the end of the week, it's because I was I had way too much fun um, <laughs> Wednesday at the game. <laughs> um, what is your game of the week? Um, I guess, again, it's not a game. It's a series. But Fair. Uh, <laughs> the Bucks net series has been interesting to watch. And now, uh, due to the... Harden and Kyrie injuries I think it gets even more interesting I don't know I I don't I I want the Bucks to win but I I guess it'd be okay either way I just I just like to see at this game or at this point close games yeah because I don't incredibly care about the outcomes too much now that I'm not as invested but yeah just like to see good basketball and I think it it'll be fun to see how that pans out and also, at one point, the Nets, I mean, the Nets are just a very interesting team, especially this season. Like, in the span of 31 games earlier this season, they had used 19 different starting lineups. And then even just mo- as recently as a couple months ago, I think like late April, they had used 31 different starting lineups throughout the season, which is insane. So while obviously they're dealing with injuries, this is not new to them. So people might be a little quick to to lose faith in them. I don't know, but we'll see. Hmm. I think it'll be a fun series. I need to check them out. 
check out at least one game of those that series, not just the highlights, because I think those are two fun teams that are going to do well. Like, like I said, I think that whoever wins that series is going to be the team that comes out of the East. What's your hot take of the week? My hot take. So I have come under fire before for only using one pillow and sleeping in the middle of bed. And um, my brother made some sort of a comment about it recently. Again, it, it comes up very randomly and very occasionally, but it's something I feel very strongly about. So I feel like most people use two pillows and they sleep on one side of the bed, right? Is that like, is that what you do? Uh, yes, because it looks naked if there's like only one pillow on the bed. You keep all the pillows up there, but then when you go to bed, you just throw them on the floor. Well, yeah, I just sleep on the one side of the bed. Okay, so you keep two up, yeah. All right. Well, I think it's a waste not to sleep in the middle of the bed. You're right. Because that's just more room. It's true. To be comfy. So It's true. My hot take is that one is much better than two. And no one should be sleeping on one side of bed if you are sleeping by yourself. I just think that's dumb. I, you know, I see where you're coming from, and I, I'll have to try it. I very candidly keep books in my bed on the other side that I don't sleep on, mm-hmm. so I'd have to stop doing that. Okay. I'd have to stop using my bed as a storage unit for <laughs> clothes I decided not to wear and books that I'm, like, trying to read. Um, and then I will try this out, the one pillow situation. Okay. Let, let me know what you, what you think. <laughs> we'll do. I'll report back. about the books, though. Yeah, it's not, it's not ideal. My, I told my mom and she's just like, you can't do that. I'm like, no, I can. The dog has her own little bed that sits next to my bed. That's the other thing is I sleep on the side of the bed so that I can pet the dog. Oh, okay. See so that? Yeah, that's not something that I deal with. So that's. I see. Maybe there. Maybe people have their reasons, but but like I should sleep at a diagonal, so then I have more space, mm, but I'm still able okay. to like reach down and pet the dog, and only use one pillow. Gotcha. Okay, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. <laughs> what is your hot take this week? Um, my hot take is probably not a hot take to most adult women, but I think it might be for adult men. Um. Dish soap is not a substitute for hand soap. 100%. Like, dish soap's not a substitute for hand soap. And, like, not having hand soap in the bathroom, like, are you a serial killer? Um, That's, that's like, way too extreme. But, like, I have some feelings about hand soap. And, I, again, um, most women I know, you know, they go to Bath and Body Works and they have their sale, get, like, a bunch of little hand soap things, and it lasts the year, and your bathroom smells nice, your kitchen smells nice. Um, but dudes on these streets are not having hand soap in their bathrooms or in their kitchens. Also, I'm pretty sure that dish soap is has, like, a much thicker texture than yes. hand soap. Like, it's – which I don't like for washing – my hands and it's more abrasive because yeah, it's, it's like harder on your hands yes. you, yeah it's, like, it's supposed to get grease off so it's probably yeah probably really dries out your hands like compared if you were just using normal hand yes. soap but like when i wash a lot of, like when i bake a lot so i have to like wash my pans my hands dry out so bad from that like using dish soap so yeah, yeah. maybe maybe not a hot take to you and me hot take to a no, lot of men I, I think it, i think that would be for a lot of people a lot of people just kind of view them as interchangeable, but disagree. Yeah. 
hard disagree. Um, what wine are you drinking this week now that the Bachelorette is on? Honestly, I don't even know. Like, it's not, I don't have a specific recommendation. It's just in general, like, now is a great, a great wine time because the Bachelorette is back. Um, it's just been, it's been very fun to watch so far. There's someone on the show this season who I know from grad school somewhat know and that's very interesting but um i don't know it's just an exciting time monday nights just got a lot more fun yeah they did and uh our well i guess one of our favorite comedians his name is jared freed he does this really funny like basically he watches the show and posts on his instagram story kind of throughout the show at different points um making fun of them and then he'll like on his Instagram account, he'll post um, some of the saved stories kind of in a series and they're super funny. So if you watch the Bachelorette or Bachelor franchise, whatever, um, you can definitely go check those out and it'll really make you laugh probably. He is so funny. I don't even watch the Bachelor or the Bachelorette very frequently. Like I'll watch an episode here and there because Emily recommends it, but um, I do watch Jared's stories, and they're hilarious. And like, oh you don't goodness. even have to watch the show to find them funny. Like, you don't no. really need to know what's going on. No. <laughs> Especially, I feel like guys would really find yes. his, his yes. stuff funny in terms of the Bachelor, because it's just totally making fun of it. Yes, As it should absolutely. be, but... Uh, How are you liking the new hosts? They're good. Um, they're, both, they're both fun and funny. It's definitely a good move. They're not super involved, which I also kind of like, because no one really cares about the host, I don't think. It's true. Well, they pa- care about the contestants and the Bachelorette. I guess apparently some people do, though, because some people, like, boycotted the show for firing Chris Harrison. But uh, Chris <laughs> Harrison had to go focus on him. It's fine. Yeah. They're like, we'll never watch again. I'm like, all right, Ugh. if you were watching that show for Chris Harrison, then there's more that we need to talk about. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but. Anyways, what um what wine are you enjoying or seltzer, beer, whatever? So, like I said, we were at a wedding, and so there was hard seltzer there, and it was very good. It's good company hard seltzer. Sorry, everyone who is not in the state of Colorado. It is only in Colorado. Um, however, it was it's probably the best hard seltzer. And I might be biased because I was like, man, I like that there's a peach flavor and the black cherry and there's this, um, the apple pear. I'm like, man, these are all such good flavors and they don't taste, they taste like a LaCroix. I am a fan of a good LaCroix. I know most folks aren't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I, I don't know, like trying the different seltzers, like, you know, you've had, you've tried different ones where you're like, oh, this is not as good or it has kind of a weird aftertaste these did not and they were a plus they're made by breckenridge brewery i agree they are really good i think they're probably my favorite brand especially because i i like all of the flavors in a pack mm-hmm. and i don't know that there's another i guess some of the white claw packs i like all of them but the breckenridge ones are are really good i think it's also my favorite kind yeah no they and you make a very good point all the flavors in a pack Excellent. There's not like a weird. Mm, the What's the flavor that honey, you don't like? Well, I'm not really a big mango. Okay. Person, oh yes, which that's is good. also a hot take. But yes. um, the Breckenridge ones. There's a honeydew flavor, and I think a lot of people would be opposed to that. 
Unless they like honeydew. Plenty of people like honeydew. They eat it for breakfast, and I don't understand it. (laughs) It's disgusting. I think it's good. But it's not, like, the seltzer, the honeydew seltzer isn't super overwhelming. I don't don't feel like. No. I feel like they captured the essence of it without um, making it taste, like, really fake. But I do know a lot of people don't like honeydew melon, so you're warned, I guess. Just give it, like, set it aside and drink it when you've had a couple other seltzers. It can be the end of the night seltzer. There you go. (laughs) Where you won't really taste it. Do you have any plugs this week? I don't think so. Do you? Oh, the usual Listen (laughs) Tailgate Society podcast. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, subscribe. Check out the content on the website. You know, lots of good stuff. Old Man Strength. They've, like, started making, like, t-shirts. So, like, if you're into that, order one of their t-shirts. They make tank tops. It's real hip. Um, And then we'll talk about other random sports, like, once we get through playoff season. Um, We'll get back to talking about well, we did curling, so we won't do that again. But, like, you know, fencing, gymnastics, um, all these things to get ready for the Olympics, which it is bananas to me that the Olympics start next month. Yeah, I kind of won't believe they're, they're happening until, like, they do the opening. I don't even know the opening ceremonies. I could, like, see them doing that and then being like, nope, we're not doing this. COVID's too bad. It's just, I don't know. seems like COVID's really not great there. And they're just kind of like, yeah, we're doing this. Well, we'll see. Godspeed. Hoping for the best just because, man, I know a lot of those athletes, that'll be really hard if the Olympics get canceled for them. Yeah, that's a long time to wait. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be until, what, 2024? Ooh. Ugh. Yeah. Hope, hope, knock on wood, the Olympics happen and we'll have some good Olympics content coming your way until then. Um, that's all I've got this week. Sounds good. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you again later. Emily and Emily Sports and Courts.